0: Hey, everybody. This is Danny Lobel. I produce the show. Normally, I would put a funny cold open right here and relate it to the episode somehow. This week, I was told to find one that's funny and relates to the band Creed, and you'll find out why later. But guess what, folks? On the entire Internet, there is nothing funny about Creed. There's not one funny thing on the whole internet that i could pull a clip from that was funny about creed yeah there's a lot to make fun of about creed scott Stapp is a drunk you probably could have made fun of that pretty well internet people but it always just comes off as sad maybe there's just something sad about scott but none of the shit was funny nothing all right couldn't find it not there Creed might just be so unfunny that even making fun of Creed is unfunny. But the episode coming up is hilarious. So here you go, folks. Enjoy the show. I
1: like the house to cold. Driving. And
2: that always causes a fight.
1: I like to fuck in the morning. everybody i'm ralphie may
2: and i'm lana turner
1: and we are the perfect 10 welcome to the podcast kids uh we just got back from las vegas that yes. was awesome yeah uh lana uh stole the show at the dirty at twelve thirty. okay think? yeah that's what everybody said you blew the place apart hmm. uh they said there was a bunch of people standing up for you my nephew kept on raving about you um people kept on coming up to me uh you destroyed okay Thank the twins the twins jacked it up i jacked it up it was it no, was a hell of a night
2: fun
1: it's a great show man everybody has fun on that show
2: if you don't know what that you know i mean if you're in vegas and you're on a friday night and you want to go see an awesome show that's free at twelve thirty at the south point yeah can.
1: yeah it's 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 cheap drinks no admission great comedy um it's a two hour long show but but man you got to get there early people people were there at nine thirty for the dirty at 12 30. Right, you can't get in you can't, you can't, can't get, get in. in you can't sit down and uh they've got i mean we've had amazing jonathan and he for his finale he made a uh watermelon appear, and then gallagher came up and stole <laughs> it uh we've had joey diaz we've had uh pablo francisco john caparulo um t- craig shoemaker Uh, It's it's been a very noteworthy show, man. And uh, it's a real fun thing. I think that uh, um, it's only getting bigger and better. And, you know, a lot of people are, we got a lot of press um, for it. And, uh, you know, we're going to be taking it around around the country. You know, my filthy animals, my disciples are going to be out there repping. And uh, it's great. I'm glad that we could have something. And that it gives Dirty Comics an outlet. You know what I mean? It gives Uh them a little gives them a little um, uh, place where they can be special instead of all the clean guys all the time. You know, fuck that noise. And, (laughs) And there was a bunch of old people. That's what cracked me up. I made fun of this old lady t- talking about uh, you remember because she was everybody was looking at her like is the old lady gonna laugh at all this dirty We're shit in the audience I didn't notice yeah. her I was yeah yeah I didn't have much time
2: up, I wasn't up there that long she so. came
1: up there and after the show and told me how she loved you she loved your songs and she's seventy eight years old and she remembers getting finger banged
2: <laughs> okay and uh, uh, I, yeah, I remember, I remember the getting day. finger blasted
1: okay and that's uh, hysterical yeah she had a great time it was fun fun. T- Fun story. She was there with some of her grandkids too, and she's talking about getting finger banged. Like,
2: ah. oh, <laughs> ew, I don't want to hear about. Yeah, a little bit
1: gross. Made me vomit. Did she hold up bit.
2: her wrinkly, knuckled-out finger? No, arthritic, no, no. and but, but I this th- is what it looked yeah, like.
1: Is, yeah, the I finger did. he used. <laughs> I think. I think that's what causes old men to have arthritis in their hands is all that finger banging they did in their youth. You know. Oh, is
2: that what it is? Yeah, and what my
1: is it? hands gonna be jacked up, man. I'm gonna be. Edwin San Juan over here. What about
2: the women? Little. What causes their arthritic fingers? It's not all the knitting? What is it? No, no, no. It's
1: It might be hand jobs Yeah. because they were big time in the hand jobs back in the day. Was you that know. the thing? Well, they didn't have birth control, you know, so they had to do a lot of hand jobs.
2: Oh, that's probably true. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. That's the only uh, place where women can get equal pay for equal work, <laughs> you know, <laughs> it's hand jobs.
2: So... Th- um, I have a question because we didn't get a chance to talk about this. Did you win money again in the casino?
1: I did. I did. I didn't even mean to. You always win money. I like, won a ton of money.
2: How much did you win this time? About thirty-two hundred. Damn. Yeah. You always win. Always win. Have you I ever th- lost? Cause I
1: not big. I've lost like two or three hundred
2: at a time. But yeah. What but, were you playing? Uh, blackjack. That's yeah, the game, blackjack. right? Yeah, blackjack. I like that.
1: And I won it in like fifteen minutes. Like you remember that time we were in Shreveport? And you were tired, and I go. I really want to gamble a little bit.
2: Uh huh. Well, God, we were there so late. Yeah,
1: and you were like, "All right, just f- go down for fifteen minutes," and I mean it—just fifteen minutes. <laughs> All right. And there was some promise of sexual things and stuff like that. And I go, OK, let me get back because you said at 20 minutes I'm going to be asleep. So if you <laughs> want some of this, you better come up and get it. All right.
2: And you, you walked out the room. I, I was I laid down on the table. You, yeah, you walked yeah, yeah, out. yeah, because you did it kind of like
1: uh, you're really tired. OK, like you didn't want to do it like it was not going to be. The, it's not worth not gambling if it's going to be. A, well,
2: get in there and get it if you want to get it. But get you up took it. the risk. I don't even remember this night. Okay. Yeah.
1: And I went downstairs, and uh, 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 you gave me $200 to gamble with.
2: And I gave I, you. I would give yeah, you an allowance. Yeah,
1: you, you, you took all the money away from me. Okay. We
2: both suck in this story.
1: <laughs> I know. I know. Well, this is married life. This is what it really is. Right. Here's I mean. your
2: two hundred dollars, and if you come back in fifteen minutes, you get the pussy.
1: <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Well, I uh, went God. downstairs. I Went downstairs, and I made. Um, I want to say four forty six hundred dollars
2: oh yeah you got the pussy that yeah yeah
1: I came back I came back put all that hundred dollar bills and you were like fuck yeah I let you hold it while I ate your diner it was awesome it was awesome it was a good time so you know the story starts off like we're we're both assholes but it ends up great it ends up great nothing turns that you brought on more than fresh money fresh money that's her favorite kind of bread folks Jewish, Jewish favorite bread, money. <laughs>
2: <laughs> that's so fucked up. Um, what what was that Danny rant at the top?
1: Oh man, he just he was going crazy. So, he was looking for anything
2: funny nothing, to do with Creed. Nothing on the internet nothing, about Creed. There's that's nothing. Funny. There's
1: no. They're not interesting. They're not. <laughs> they're not fun. They're like the Ed Hardy. You know, it's like a it's like a a moment in pop culture that we all want to forget. You know, <laughs> if they're really Ed Hardy band, you know.
2: Right, right. Yeah, but
1: they were pre-Ed Hardy, but they kind of they kind of are that Ed Hardyish afflictionish you know, type of douchebaggy band. You right, know? right, right,
2: right. <laughs> yeah,
1: you know, I like the early stuff when it was called Pearl Jam. I really do. I like this. Oh stuff. well,
2: Pearl Jam was awesome. Yeah, yeah,
1: but Creed totally awesome. tried to take their song. I mean, take their sound. Well,
2: weren't they like a religious band? They started off right? all Jesus-y. but no. But the, those Jesus channels sometimes, when you're flipping this, the the yeah. channel, you'll be like get caught up because you'll hear something that sounds familiar that you like, and it'll uh-huh. kind of suck you in for a few minutes. And then they then you start listening to the lyrics. Like, oh, you. Got me you Jesus channel you and
1: goddamn so, Christian rock and roll
2: right, but those kind of bands are kind of created by that that you world know, to try and bring people into the the I Lord or something.
1: When it comes to deities and music, the music for the devil a lot fucking better, right? A lot You're better. Right. Good point. You know, music for Jesus kind of sucks. Good point. I mean, you know, I mean, you know, God created everything. You think he can make a fucking kick ass band? You know, seriously. No, not so much. Not so much. Yeah, not you, so much. But they always say that uh, when when a rock star dies or somebody dies, well, you know, they're playing in God's band and stuff. Like, come on, knock it off, God. You got you got a ton of fucking bands, okay? I mean, you've got like cover bands forever. You know what I mean? And it's like you don't need any more musicians. You know, you got Beethoven, you got Bach. Relax. I guess that's the, the assumption that they went to heaven. But then there's the assumption that heaven's even real, you know? So, fuck it. I guess it doesn't matter.
2: Yeah, but I like your point, <laughs> though, about the music for the devil's much better than the Way music better, for Way yeah. better, man. The devil fucking kicks ass. He rocks. I wonder if that's he true. Goes down to Georgia, then he loses. And
1: oh, yeah. Yeah, that's <laughs> true, Danny. That uh, devil went down to Georgia, got his ass handed to him. I
2: wonder if it crosses cultures that, like, if you were listening to, like— Music, let's say, like the Indian music, like if their devil music is better than their godly Do music. Do they have a devil? Probably. Probably, Every right? culture has one. Like, I don't know, Danny, you're all up in the Hebrew shit. Do the, 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 the Jews sing to the devil? Um, Not so much.
1: Not so <laughs> much, That's why right? all that
2: music sucks. No. All, it all sucks across the board, right? You know, I guess old school gospel is good music. Yes, th- th- you're right.
1: Th- 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 that was good music, but after that kind of shits the bed a little bit well you
2: know what here's the thing the 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 church music and the christmas songs and the things that you grew up with knowing yeah by the way most of those christian um christmas songs are written by jews yeah i know
1: man big time those jews know how to make the money right
0: Irving berlin wrote the white christmas
1: i know and that's one of the what's one of my favorite all-time songs i love that song Trust me, no, it, he would have sold zero records. All right? He would have sold zero records if it was uh, a white Hanukkah. Maybe that was the a white first Hanukkah. version.
2: I'm dreaming of a white Hanukkah. And they were like, no no no, 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 Change that around. Yeah.
0: And he just spit on the microphone. <laughs> they went through like several versions. I'm dreaming of a white Kwanzaa. And they're like, no. No, no. It, no
1: that's directly the opposite. <laughs> yeah. That's directly uh, every Kwanzaa is black.
2: Yeah. <laughs> and so I was like, Well what about Christmas? Throw that in there and they're like, you got it. It's a hit.
1: Genius, genius, <laughs> Irving, genius.
2: And he secretly hates it. Yeah. It's like that wasn't the way I wanted it.
1: Well I just think they just realized how where the money was and you know, but I always say, you Jews, y'all never really marketed your your holidays. They really, right. they really stink, you know. I mean, we we got a big one coming up. What's the big one coming up?
2: Rosh Hashanah.
1: Oh shit, Rosh Hashanah.
2: R- was it? It's Rosh Hashanah. You Rosh Hashanah. Rosh, Rosh, Hashanah. Rosh Hashanah. You say Rosh, I say Rosh. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's
1: know. okay. <laughs> What's that one about? Who'd y'all kill? That's just New Year's. It's just New Year's. Oh, just New New Year's. All right. So that's one. That's your one happy holiday, right? Oh, yeah fucking juice y'all only put y'all put y'all put new year's in september oh yeah worse than the chinks okay (laughs) they got they got new year's in like when when is it i don't know but it's always like the year
0: of the rat crow bird (laughs) miraculous
2: investments (laughs) (laughs) so funny so should we invest in laser snake
1: I don't know. I don't know. I think the band's awesome, okay? Uh, Unfortunately, they're trying to be the new Creed, so it's very um, Ed Hardy-ish, okay? And why would you want to be a new Creed? You know what I mean? They worship the Creed, (laughs) okay? They worship. You know, every song sounds the same. You know, every video is the same. You know, Um, with my shirt wide open i sing in every video, <laughs> my shirt's open. Yeah, I'm on a cliff with wind, my shirt wide open. <laughs> you know, it's a really they're a shitty band, but I gotta be honest with you, I like Laser Snake. I think they're funny. Okay, they're they're goofball-y, and uh, they're really
2: into Creed. Well, so Ralphie, if you got to interview um, the lead singer of Laser Snake, what would you do with him?
1: Um, I'd probably, uh, talk about, uh, I want to hear pussy stories from the road, you know, banned pussy stories cause they are the new creed, you know?
2: Well, so. we get to hear that. And I got to a uh, big, um, snickerdoodle with him.
1: Oh, shit. You're making cookies? <laughs> yeah. Okay. That's better than pussy for a fat guy. <laughs> okay. I don't hear cookie stories. <laughs> you Did you make them crunchy or chewy? Because you know me. I got a pet peeve about chewy cookies. They were crunchy. Good. We didn't break the Sabbath. Okay. We didn't break the rule of the house. <laughs> All cookies must be Crunchy. All right, they got to cook them through. That's why they're called cookies and they're not called chewies. All right, <laughs> fuck you, Chewy Cookies, you lazy bastards.
2: Let's hear how the cookies came out with you and
1: Dusty uh, baking at the house.
2: Well, we, they were crunchy and they were delicious, and I think you'll enjoy the interview. Ta-da! With me right now is Dusty, the lead singer, frontman, creator of the awesome, most awesomest band of yep. all time, Laser Snake. Absolutely. Absolutely, Dusty. Thank you so much for hanging out with me today. Thanks
3: for having me. I mean, I'm—I've never actually baked cookies and been interviewed at the same time.
2: Well, I didn't know what else to do. I mean, it seemed like with such a hardcore rock band, what yeah. a great dichotomy, right? We yeah, just...
3: well, and that's my whole life. And if you know, with my lyrics, it's all about yin and yang. You know what I mean? Like one side, then you got another side balancing out—love, hate, sex, not having sex, uh, black. Why you know like just opposites, right? So I, I like like you said, I like this.
2: And and what are what does a rock and roller like yourself enjoy when it as far as cookies? Like what kind of cookie do you want Man, to make today?
3: Well, my great grandmother Forsyth taught us all how to make a snickerdoodle. It's the only one thing she pretty much taught us how to do. But uh, they're delicious. It's kind of cinnamony on top, and also like a butter or milk buttermilk. But I don't know. I feel like you're going to like it. I know I was privy to information from my manager that you usually cook real healthy.
2: I do. I yeah. try. Yeah, but well,
3: that's good. I mean, I, I keep this body, for the most part, by being healthy. you know. But this is my weakness, and I don't mind to indulge in a weakness. It's once
2: snickerdoodle in. is your weakness? Well, one of them. What, yeah. what other weaknesses? Well,
3: just, I don't know. I got a, I got a couple women issues going on right now. You know, but that's that's neither here nor there. But, I mean, yeah, I got some weaknesses for sure. Singing ain't one of them. Rocking ain't one of them, you know. But outside of that, I got a couple.
2: Right on. But, um, tell me a little bit about your band.
3: Well, uh, Laser Snake, we're basically on the verge of blowing up right now. We got a lot of good things happening for us right now. We just signed a deal to Two Wicked Records. Uh, they almost signed Finger Eleven, and they almost signed Godsmack. But So we're actually like the, their biggest deal right now.
2: Describe for us also your rock and roll attire.
3: Well, it's like I tell everybody. I mean, you got you to gotta look like you fit in, you know. So as far as my plans of playing all over the world, dominating pretty much any aspect of life that I come in contact with, I have to look like I know what I'm talking about. I mean, you can't tell me right now that I don't, you know, because look at my jewelry, you know, look at my hat. Look at you know the shirt upon my back. It's you know, and I, the beauty of it is I don't have to pay for it. Yeah, show show her the dance move, the the one you do on stage. Yeah, there it goes.
2: Oh, you're yeah. wow.
3: Oh, oh, oh yeah. Well, it's a lot about you know when you're a front man, it's a lot about positioning. So if this was not a trash can but more so a monitor, uh-huh. my foot would be up on it. Okay, leaning in the crowd's face, uh-huh. putting your crotch just wherever as close as people will allow you to get it, you know, and then you're just, you only call me when you want it. My phone begins to rain. You knock upon my door, girl. Stop playing with my thing. You only call me when you need her. Once they've left you all alone. You walk inside my bedroom, girl, and start begging for the bone. Yeah, yeah. Those, that's the chorus. Right. Too wicked loves it. You know, they feel like it's, it's, it's a pop song. It's a hit.
2: It, it's, it's definitely yeah. sticks in my head.
3: Well, yeah. I mean, it's, you know, it's a, it's a true story. It's my life. I, my lyrics are 100 percent true, all the time. Awesome. You know? So, I mean, there. I don't know. I don't know.
2: We got your grandmother's recipe for snickerdoodle yep, here. Yep. And now, is your grandmother still with no, us today?
3: No, She actually, uh, I don't really like talking about it on interviews and stuff. But uh, what I can tell you is that she's dead.
2: She'd be proud of you, I think, yep. right? With the whole
3: oh, yeah, I mean, crotch
2: in the face, would she well, feel?
3: Just to give you a little insight onto the Forsyth family, we we all grew up on a farm outside of Clarksville, Tennessee. So, you know, Daddy grew up you know, in the fields working, but also every night he play acoustic, you know, me and my brothers and sometimes Barry, our cousin will come over and, you know, we're just on his knee coddled on there watching the sunrise, you know, trying to get next level, basically just learning how to sing from daddy. Grandma lived with us until she died and she basically didn't do much because she was real old, you know, so she just sat around, but she did try to instill in us to learn how to cook, and but this is the only thing she taught us. Snickerdoodle. So, to me, right. it's kind of special.
2: Well, I'm, I'm glad you could share this special moment yeah. in family history with yeah. us.
3: I appreciate y'all letting me do that. I actually feel pretty good. I usually don't get to say stuff like that on stage, you know. I'm not talking about cookies, you know.
2: Right. Okay, well, cool. Let's, let's give it a go.
3: So basically, we need to preheat this oven to 350.
2: And then we need a cup of butter. So here we go. We got this. This is.
3: Uh, yeah, that's what kind we got. Plugra, unsalted butter. Yeah. I like it. Oh, European style. Man, that's awesome. What do we need? Bowls?
2: Yeah, we need a couple cooking bowls. Let's see what we got here. Bowls here? Yeah,
3: Grandma never, she never had bowls, so we had to do it, mix everything in the sink <laughs> and then pull it out. You know what I mean? It was weird. <laughs> she somehow did not like to, she doesn't like to use a lot of things normal people use. I remember that about her.
2: Nor Like how so she...
3: She was just weird, you know what I mean? I, like, I hope most of her traits didn't, I did not get because, granted, I only knew her when she was old, but she was really weird, and she smelled really weird, you know? Just, you know how old people smell. Right. It's just, it smells like urine. She liked cats, so it was like, her, like human urine, but, like, with cats.
2: So when you smell, like, urine in cats, do you think snickerdoodle?
3: Uh, I mean, I'm going to now. Thanks a lot. (laughs)
2: You know what I'm saying?
3: No, I don't. But
2: So are there people in the audience that are there specifically for this sort of like Creed rock experience versus people who are there to go, this is really amazing. These guys do this act that...
3: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, you know, people... Love us for all different kinds of reasons. You know, I know I'm not dumb. I know we got haters, you know what I mean? But I still see them at our show. They're making fun of the way I dress, the way I, I sing, and the way I I do my thing. But, you know, fuck those guys if you can excuse my language because, you know, I live in, I'm living my life, and my brothers are living our lives, and we're the ones on stage. If they don't like it, why don't they make some? Other music that they do like you know
2: right well, who has time for a hater right
3: yeah and I mean to me and it's like so do they
2: just come and jeer at you and laugh or what like they, they sometimes, think sometimes funny
3: sometimes but so luckily you think it's a joke some people have said we're a joke yeah in fact we got a, a write-up in on some blog the other day it said we were a joke and I it pisses me off to be honest because we put a lot of hard work into writing these songs and getting our stage performance per- perfect you know you don't step on stage, especially in Nashville, and not have your shit together. So we do. And I think it makes people mad and jealous.
2: Right. Well, Nashville's such a country. Yeah. Focused. How does that affect you when you're outperforming? Do people... I Man, mean... I'm
3: going to be honest, Lana. I don't... Music's music to me. You know what I mean? The only stuff that I don't like is hip-hop and classical and opera and... 50s, and I I, so I like some 80s, but only if it's like he- heavy hitting, you know what I mean? But ever, other than that, I like pretty much everything. Y'all, I'm, if y'all don't know me, I'm a mover and a shaker, and I will, I will try to meet people and then I'll steal their connections and then I'll meet their connections to, you know what I'm saying? On up. And then get everything for free, get my music on every Adidas commercial and every big show on every compilation
2: i wonder if we could get you a deal with snickerdoodle making a cookie
3: that's amazing i would i would do that and then i wouldn't have to worry about ever making them again i could just have them sent to me
2: that's true have wait, you have a snickerdoodle empire
3: do you think there's actually a company that specializes in snickerdoodles or I'm maybe sure. we go to like paula dean
2: she the, how? yeah she's she pretty important right now she's pretty hip right
3: yeah. Yeah, yeah i feel like she's she's on i mean she's on top right now you know
2: Right, no, that'd be a great one for you to pair up with, um, and getting people caught up with it. So far, we've done the cup of butter, a cup and a half of sugar, two large orga- uh, eggs. They're organic. Yeah. They're from they're right from the fresh from a, a hen's butt. Yeah. Um, two and three fourths cup of flour. I've done two teaspoons of cream of tartar, which I've never used before, but Aaron went out and got it specifically yeah. for this recipe.
3: Yeah, Grandma used it.
2: That's what it is. And then I just put a teaspoon of baking soda in, and now we, we have to do one fourth of a teaspoon of salt.
3: Wait, is that in the same bowl, or do we split it up?
2: I split the liquids up with the powdery stuff. Okay, cool, So what's your experience with powdery stuff?
3: Man, I think we're supposed to... If if, if Grandma led me in the right direction, which who knows? You know, everything has a couple different ways to do it. Mix three tablespoons sugar, three teaspoons cinnamon in a small bowl.
2: Okay, so we'll add the cinnamon to that one. Okay, yeah. I'll get the salt going in here, and then we just have... And then we just have the... Well, we're wait, close. We're real close. Wait, there's sugar again. More sugar yeah. on top of sugar. See? Okay, so, yeah, you got it. Hold Welcome on, look, to cookie land. Do you want to do the salt? You yeah. to fourth of a
3: teaspoon? Yeah, I can do that.
2: Okay, and then I'll find... So I put the sugar up here because I thought we were done with sugar, but it turns out you got to put sugar on top of sugar in this thing.
3: Welcome to America. Right. You know?
2: So has there ever been a time where you've played some sort of prank or done something to somebody in your band?
3: Yeah, I mean, that happens all the time. I mean, you know... Bunch of dudes on the road living in close proximities together. You know, one time, Barry, our cousin, he's our drummer, he was driving. We was all drinking Mountain Dew. He said, hey, hand me my Mountain Dew. We had pissed in it. (gasps) Handed it, but not full piss, half Mountain Dew, half piss. That's the trick because if you go full piss, it's too obvious, and then as soon as they get up to their mouth, they can smell, and they're like, whoa, wait, half and half, take a big old chug. We do that to him probably once every trip. <laughs> he never he never catches it, ever.
2: So, but does he figure it out after he has had a sip, or Does he drink? Does he do the whole do?
3: He, the way he drinks in general, he he pounds it down real quick anyway. So it's like, I mean, yeah, he will just down the whole thing. It's it's amazing. And he never throws up. He he keeps it all in all the time. <laughs> Last one. It was me, Lucky, Cody, and our tour manager Bob. We all pissed in it. Wow. So four men's piss in one bottle with some Mountain Dew.
2: Well, that's a pretty, pretty
3: t- good yeah. one. Yeah. W- yeah. Oh. oh doc- did you?
2: Yeah. Did you guys cross streams, docking? or did you?
3: Yeah. No, I can't do it. Part of part of the problem is, and it's not because I'm shy. Because I mean, I'm not afraid to touch my brother's dicks or whatever. I mean, we're secure in our sexuality. But I'm afraid to pee. It's hard for me to pee when I'm moving. You know what I mean? Like, I try to sit there sometimes, and the guy, we're in traffic, you know, and I'm just like, guys, pull over, I gotta pee. And they're like, we can't, you know, we're late for loading. And I, sometimes I have to, I can't even pee my pants because I can't pee while we're moving. You know what I mean? I don't know if it's a, a genetic thing or what, but.
2: It takes some concentration, probably. Yeah.
3: yeah. Especially when, it, you know, Mountain Dew bottle ain't that, the opening ain't that big.
2: You know, right. Yeah, you'd have to have really good aim to get that in there correctly. Aim. Yeah. Yeah, and you'd have to be able to cut it off too before it would pour over the yeah, top. Yeah, which is,
3: it's painful. Is yeah. it painful for women like it is for us dudes? Because I don't feel like women know how to experience pain like that.
2: I don't know because I'm not a dude. If it's more, I mean, I'm able to 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 if I have to, like, you know, somebody's walking past the door yeah. and I don't want them to hear, I'll I'll stop. Yeah. And then I can start back up again. If you see, start.
3: I can't do that. No,
2: there's no stopping. I enough.
3: equivalent. Uh, trying to cut off peeing with childbirth, you know what I mean. This, as far as like the amount of pain and concentration that it takes.
2: The snickerdoodles are They're coming along good. really nice.
3: It's amazing. You're smelling
2: good too. That cinnamon's wonderful.
3: I and your your kids are going to be able to experience a snickerdoodle from Grandma Forsyth. Made by a rock god. Made by a rock god for the first time ever.
2: We're going to listen to some Nickelback. And I want to hear what you think about some of these songs. Okay. Oh, Okay, so they played two songs of Nickelback right on top of the other one. <laughs> So yeah. w- how do you feel about that? I mean, I think it's awesome. Is that the ultimate song when they've layered two yeah, of your favorite I mean, songs together like
3: that? And, and being that it's one band that wrote both of them, yeah, that's, I mean, that, I don't see, I mean, I think that's amazing. I try to do that sometimes when I'm writing songs. I say, man, how can I make this as badass as Begging for the Bone? And I did it with Kill a Man. Kill a Man, I could probably line it up and it'd be almost identical to Begging for the Bone. You know what I mean? And I feel like that's a feeding of itself.
2: Are there any other stories of, of women? and? Uh-
3: I mean, you know what we just found out the other day? We were actually loading in uh, up in Indianapolis. Or no, maybe it was St. Louis. I can't remember. Somewhere up there. And uh, one of these girls, a groupie that comes to all our shows up there, no matter if it's Cincinnati, Indy, St. Louis, Minneapolis, she's always up there. And her name is Kizzy. And she has a thing for my my brother, Lucky, our bass player, my oldest brother. And the other day, she came up to him. She was waiting outside before the show. We started loading in. She was already there when we were loading in, 4 o'clock, waiting there, waiting for Lucky. She sees him, and she pulls him aside and tells him that she has AIDS. They had had sex, I kid you not, our last time we were up there. So Lucky's been freaking out for the last, like, couple months, like, do I have AIDS? He doesn't know. he doesn't have health insurance right now to even find out if he does. So he's just got to wait it out.
2: Oh, my God. So he doesn't feel very lucky.
3: He's not lucky right now. But I will say he has a strong immune system. So he never gets strep throat.
2: So hopefully he doesn't get the hiv.
3: Yeah, I don't. Kizzy said that she was pretty sure she had it. So, I mean, and Lucky's had all other Did she think
2: she got it from him, or she just thinks she could have given it to him? I think
3: she was telling him to be nice, to, like, let him know, like, by the way, I gave you AIDS, you know?
2: Well, that's an interesting groupie story.
3: Yeah, I mean, that...
2: So it's oh, the craziest... the craziest moment? Yeah, with a groupie.
3: Well, I guess I told you one crazy story. That one, but that's kind of gross crazy. As far as crazy, crazy sex, I would say probably... When we were uh, recording, we were out in L.A., and when we were recording, we were staying at a hotel downtown, and uh, we had a balcony. And I was out there. We were having a big party. We had just been recording all day. My voice was tired. It was sore. You know, so I wasn't talking much. I was, but it was cool because it was working for me with the ladies because I was just making eye contact, and I was just looking them up and down. I was speaking without speaking is what I like to say. And uh, I, I motioned to her with just a slight nod and a quick wink. To the patio this one girl i was interested in she took me out there i proceeded to look at her she was talking thanks dusty for bringing me up to the after party you know and i'm like stop talking let's continue this we ended up having the most craziest sex without no words being spoked so what happened she took off my clothes i took off her clothes she ended up dangling her body over the balcony. We're like 13 or 14 or 15 stories up. She's got her back dangling off the balcony. Her legs, she was a gymnast or something. Her legs wrapped around the, whatever the, the fence is, the bar that's over the balcony. Her vagina has just popped out right there. Perfect level for me. I don't have to do nothing. I don't have to talk. She's laying hanging over 13 flo- floors up. I'm just... Thrusting in and out. Kind of freaked out because I'm like, this woman could die any second. So I'm trying to have sex and come real quick before something happens. She ends up, everything ends up being fine. A plane flies over, crashes right there. Um, We heard screaming. We heard, I mean, there are definitely people dying. But I was. But you didn't
2: stop. No. You you wouldn't. I mean, well, you stopped at three minutes. You you were done. Yeah. You weren't going to, yeah, the plane is crashing. What was I
3: going to do? I I don't have no license to be an EMT or nothing. (laughs) My time is better spent having sex with this crazy woman.
2: Well, you know, Dusty, I think your grandmother would be proud, both of your exploits and your cookies.
3: I mean, let me just say this on closing, because I feel like I don't want people to think about me as a wimp. You know what I mean? So at least let your listeners know that I am hardcore. I don't, it ain't like I'm wearing an apron and, and I'm always cooking, you know what I mean? And I feel like people need to know that I'm, I like to thrash stuff. You know, I like to break stuff more than I like to make stuff, unless it's a song. So just keep that in mind if you're listening to Laser Snake in the future. I ain't no pussy.
2: And I, I don't think that you've given that impression okay. at all. Okay. You, you, Dusty, are no pussy. Okay,
3: I appreciate that. Thank, Thank you
2: so much for being part of our show. Are you sure
3: they're going to understand? I think so. Okay.
2: Yeah, I think I think, I think you're not a pussy, right?
3: I mean, I, that's what I'm saying. I don't want to be thought of that.
2: I don't think you came off as a pussy. Thank you. All right. Thanks. Let's eat some snickerdoodles. What do you say? I love
3: it. Let's eat up. Ten. Ten. Great interview. Do you have any of those cookies? Well
2: not now. It's been been a while. And they, and when that was in Nashville too. Oh so. shit. But I have the recipe.
1: Yeah, great. Maybe we can get another cover band to come over. I'll and just cook take, them again. I'll <laughs> just take those
2: cookies <laughs> and uh, help make them in my own way. I always make I always ruin Cookies with making them with whole wheat flour. Oh
1: yeah, you fuck them up. <laughs> They're all healthy.
2: I Man. know, but the kids don't know the difference. They love I them. I know, I know. You know what I was
1: thinking about the other day it was um, that cookie that you ate right before August was born. That weed cookie. Oh yeah. It was That's so cool. healthy that you just knew it was a good healthy cookie. But our buddy, who's a health nut, made it and it was made with marijuana butter. All right. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> so
2: hold on. Like, here's the thing. I was driving around in the car. Looking for ways to get the baby going, like I went to acupuncture. I went three <laughs> weeks past my due date, and I wanted to get August out of me. Yeah, yeah, well, right. that's what happened that day is that I did all these things. I literally bounced on a ball for 15 hours trying to get the, my labor started. But there was this cookie in the car, and it was my type of cookie. And yeah. I didn't Holy know that Ralphie Rob, left grind. it in the car, and I ate it. And then I, I was high and I, the day before, and then I had to go <laughs> get, get induced <laughs> I didn't want to get induced, but I, uh, I don't, I don't, I don't know. I don't know that. that I know it's a funny story, but it's. Like, it's a horrible story. It's a horrible story. I'm an
1: asshole. But I got to be honest with you. You, you kind of needed it. It was good for you. You, were, you slept great. You got lots of rest before the baby came. It was <laughs> awesome.
0: Lana, can I ask you a question? Did August come out with munchies?
1: I think so. Hell yeah, he loves man. Celia. He loved oh, them titties, boy. He he <laughs> killed them titties the first jump out, boy. He was on, Jack. He was not a hard latcher. He. Titty meat. And Cheetos. Yeah. Yeah, he's the only oh. newborn asking for Doritos.
2: You know, <laughs> I, I recognize the fact that it's hysterical, but I also feel terrible about it because the last thing I want to ever do is. In, is get stoned with a baby in my belly. I just
1: fortunately, well, it wasn't like you were doing it every day and and he was he was fine.
2: I thought about it a little bit. I figure that a lot of cultures when they're in labor might actually take something like that to help with the pain. Without a doubt. But I just I really felt bad to. about it. Okay, so hey Ralphie, what what are the, where are you going to be this week?
1: Well, this week I'm at the uh, beautiful I don't know what I need something
2: to transition Okay. So um, we were talking about the website. Um so as far as the website goes, we um, we also have our own sites where you can see where we're going to be. Um, on. What's yours, honey? Well, this week, I'm, I'm so excited. I'm going to be headlining the Ontario Improv all weekend long. Um, I'm doing off night. like the, I do the Thursday show at 8, but then the Friday and Saturday shows the 10 p.m. and the Sunday show at 8. So that's four shows in Ontario.
1: And you're a powerhouse. Good for you headlining improvs. Right. And um, I'm going to be headlining another improv in Southern California, Irvine. Uh, At the Irvine Spectrum, right where the 5 and the 405 meet down in Orange County, Um, it's a brand spanking new room and uh, I can't wait to see it. I can't wait to see it. And I'm there uh, all weekend long and with the Smash Brothers, uh, who you guys perfect 10 fans know, uh, those crazy (laughs) bastards. Um and uh, there's new stories about uh, about <laughs> Corey and Chad. Uh, didn't they
2: do something? Didn't something happen on the bus with Yes, them? yes, oh, yes. I told them that I didn't want any sperm on the bus. Well, no no sperm was on the bus. Not that you know of, but there was, they were close. I don't close. think so. It was close. It <laughs> yeah. was close.
1: But, you know, what's so funny is that I, I got up to use the restroom, and there's all this the white specks on the floor of the bathroom, and I found out that... <laughs> that that Chad trying to get a girl to suck his uh, to to do coke off his dick, but that bitch dropped cocaine all over the place, and and I go either either she's a fucking uh, she's got a Parkinson's, or. She's got a little dick, or both. And I said, "Why didn't you tell that bitch to wet it like a fun dip? Okay, you know, <laughs> wet the dick before you do blow off." Of
2: it, it takes a certain amount of skill, I'd imagine, to to do the. Ba- I think so. It's a tight space in that bathroom. It's very yeah. Tight. not a lot of space. And it's such a good thing that you did not have Hoochie Mama with you on that bus. Oh yeah, she'd she... have
1: gotten molested.
2: Well, no, I was going to say she'd have cleaned the floor.
1: Oh my God, can you imagine a Hoochie on cocaine? <laughs> Holy shit! <laughs> she'd be
2: snoring a little faster. Yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Check on the door. A dog you know, a our a dog our English
2: there? bulldog, <laughs> yeah. but she's nine years old and lazy as fuck. So if she was on coke, she might.
1: Oh my god. She
2: might actually get up and walk around. Yeah,
1: yeah. She might. <laughs> like, oh my god. Are you on? Did you do yeah, blow? Could yeah. you,
2: you walked in a circle?
1: No, I didn't do blow. What are you talking about? I didn't do that. Uh, yeah. Can you and imagine the English
2: jawless. bulldog jawing? Is she, oh, my God. <laughs> that would be so funny. How could she even move her jaw around? I don't
1: know, man. It's protruding Old enough. Oh, fat, baby. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> she's, uh, she's hilarious. But oh, yeah. that's
2: crazy, though, that, that he pulled that off on oh, the bus. Oh,
1: so funny. But we've got more stories, and uh, the show's going to be great, and uh, I, I'm excited. All right, now, guys, you know, uh, we, we made cookies with them. OK, we've uh, we've talked to him, but now you got to hear him play live. OK, live from the Mercy Lounge in beautiful Nashville, Tennessee. Laser Snake. Laser Snake.
3: I'm trying to find my wife I wanna buy you a ring and spend all of my time with you You're the kind of girl that gets me in the mood I wanna have some kids, I wanna eat some food I wanna do all the things a nice married couple would do You only call me when you want it I need to marry you now. I wanna serve and protect. I wanna love and respect you every day till we die. Cause you're the kind of girl that wants to do stuff bad. I need some self control. I need to clear my head. I wanna open and wed to perfect 10 tune in next week when we'll do it again hit up
2: facebook and twitter and tell all of your friends and well you get the idea subscribe visit our page on itunes leave us plenty of comments and a high rating check out our website at perfect10pod.com
1: we'll see you next week suckers